Hi, everyone. This is Chaplain Jeremy Salido, and I'm stationed at Naval Support Activity South Potomac. And this is Stepping Off the Brow, a show for sailors and military-connected civilians where we look at life's issues on both sides of the ship's brow. Today, we have with us Chief Hospital Corpsman Bao Yi No. He is currently stationed at Navy Medicine Training Sports Center in San Antonio, Texas. He is the leading Chief Petty Officer for Division 8 of HMA School. His story is fascinating for a number of reasons, but most of all because of where his family came from as immigrants. So I hope you'll enjoy his story in his interview today. So we've got today uh, HMC, that's Chief Hospital Corpsman, Bao Yi No. Good afternoon, Bao Yi. Hey, good afternoon, chaps. How, how's everyone doing today? I think we're doing good. So uh, Bao Yi and I, so Chief No and I know each other from a previous command uh, where he was the physical therapy tech uh, at that command. Is that right? Um, yes. But also just... Uh, one of the esteemed gym rats, um, just crushing the weights all the time. Just a thing of beauty. Were you one of the weights? Is that why you were in the gym? <laughs> Usually I was kind of a dead weight. So, he, see, there, yeah. Uh, so we got a few questions for you, uh, Bao Yi. Uh, and I think what's kind of cool is what I think I know about your family's backstory. And so... Um, would you say that your family's backstory uh, influences you? I, I think it does a lot from from what they had to do and the sacrifices and just me trying to honor them and for their sacrifices and everything they've done for not only for me, but for my siblings, for my family, for my grandkids one day. And um, I, I would say yes. It's a huge influence what they did. So can you share with us what your family story is? Sure. So back in the early 80s, my my family was told, uh, they, they live in Vietnam, they were told by the government, if you don't leave, we're going to arrest you. So my grandfather, of course, didn't leave and he got arrested and put in jail. And my grandmother, she had a bunch of kids. Uh, probably in their teenage years. So she got everything that she had and she made boats. She had two boats created and then they fled the country. They left everything that they loved, you know, their homes, everything, the people, their family members. And she was traveling with a bunch of kids to Malaysia. And then you said from Vietnam? From Vietnam to Malaysia. In boats that she made? She, she she hired some people to help okay. make it. Yeah. yeah. So they, they traveled down to Malaysia. They uh, they got to the refugee camp and they stayed there for about two years. And after that, I, I want to say from what my aunt was telling me, uh, they got word that if they went to the Philippines, that there's a good chance for us to come to America. So it was like that, that hope. It's like, hey, you might be able to come to America if you go there. So they, they packed up all their stuff again. They, they hired a a fisherman, and then the whole family jumped on the boat, and they went from Malaysia to the Philippines. And during the way, I remember my, my mom 
had my sister who was about maybe two, about maybe, I think about two. And then she was pregnant with me during the time during this travel. And uh, they got robbed by Malaysian pirates, which was crazy. And uh, yeah, oh my I know I was like, what's going on? And I was like, that's crazy. It, so I, I can't, I can't imagine being my mom's age or my dad's age, you know, like their early twenties having like a baby. I, Cause I have a baby. Evan's uh, almost two. So I can't imagine having Evan, you know, in a fishing boat with me, with a bunch of other people being robbed by Malaysian pirates, mm -hmm. trying to get to the Philippines, being pregnant at the same time. So, uh, so they ended up in the Philippines and they stayed at the Bataang, the refugee camp there. And during the time, my mom went into premature labor with me, so my preemie. So I'm in a refugee camp. There's a typhoon at the time. There's no clean water. There's no electricity. They were being rationed food. It was just like chaos. And um, and a, a Catholic church from Mobile, Alabama, sponsored my entire family over to America. So that's how I ended up in uh, Alabama. I always get that because everyone always thinks I'm in California or somewhere cool like New York. And I always tell people, yeah, <laughs> Alabama. How do you not have a Southern accent? Have you worked on that? Uh, I, to be honest, uh, in my household, my parents would make us speak Vietnamese all the time. Mm. And then I, I didn't really speak English until maybe third grade. So I was okay. in ESL until third, fourth grade. Okay. Oh, uh, what? Okay. So, so you, go, go ahead, you go learned ahead. English as like a eight-year-old, nine-year-old. Something like that, like through Sesame Street and stuff, because my parents didn't speak any English. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, you know, anything that I learned was at school during ESL. Okay. Oh my gosh. So how, how does that story influence you? So that story, whenever, whenever I have like tough times or challenging times, I always think about what, you know, my parents had to go through. And then I kind of see it. If, if my parents can go through and sacrifice all that, then I have to do my best. I have to give my hundred percent. And a lot of the things that we do in the Navy is rough, you know, being away from family, um, working those long hours, standing in the watch. Those, those are pretty tough things that you have to do over and over again. And to think that, you know, if, if my parents in their early twenties can overcome those kind of hardship, like none of this could compare to them. So I just think, I just think about, you know what? It just takes time. That's all it is. You know, just one day at a time, one hour at a time, one minute at a time, one second at a time. And eventually you just go through it. Mm. And at the end of whatever challenge you have, I feel like you, you come out stronger, right? You do. And then when other people see you go through that, they, they look up to you. They, they look for inspiration. They look for motivation. Part of this episode we call ramming speed and this harkens back to uh, ben-hur i keep plugging every week for the movie ben-hur you gotta watch it because they're in the ship and the ship has a couple speeds and it's based on this guy who is beating the drum and that dictates how you row i know i don't know why you can anyway so rapid fire questions first question ready number one go christina best professional development you've ever read book 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 Oh, wait, I'm supposed to rapid fire. Uh, Simon Sinek, why? Uh, number two, true or false, is every day really leg day? 
True. Number three. If, if you were a wrestler, what would your entrance song be? Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. If you were a wrestler, number four, what would your stage name be? Um, oh, wait. I can't say that. No. No way. It would be no way. No way. <laughs> I see what you did there. No way. Yeah. Okay. I saw what you did <clears throat> Does your current car have a name? Uh, yes. What is it? Selena. Number six, Ooh. if you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Macaroni and cheese. Creech. Uh, what is your favorite item that you've bought this whole entire year? My favorite item that I bought this entire year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What did I buy this? <laughs> what did I buy this? My camera. Yes, my camera. There you go. Camera. All right, number eight. If you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep? Only three. Don't have three. Only three. Okay. I would keep my email. I would keep my Bible app. And I would keep YouTube. Boom. Boom. Done. All right. Well, that is the uh, last part of this. Baoyi, thank you. Uh, I, I just so appreciate, you know, how you honor your family, how you honor those around you, how you honor your um, your sailors, um, and you've honored us by joining us today. So just thanks so much, and just how you're mindful of uh, just doing it well. All right, Christina, I think we've concluded another episode. It's great to meet you, Chief. Thank you for coming. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Our theme music is the song Josie O by Jamie Stone. Random Speed music is the song Music to Clean Your House To by Jennifer Green Levin. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or guests and not the United States Navy. You can subscribe to Setting Off the Brow wherever you find your favorite podcast. And of course, please feel free to share this with your shipmates, friends, or family. See you next week.